my girls were born seven weeks early. What initially happened was I started to have complications probably around like 14 weeks. One day I woke up and I started to bleed and the it just gushed out. And so what happened was I had a placental abruption. And so what that means is basically you have a tear in your placenta. So either you or your kids or all three of you will die. So when they told me that, I thought that literally I was going to lose everything. And, um... Ugh. And so with the period of time, the bleeding actually finally stopped. And then one thing led to another and Reagan stopped growing in the womb at about 30 weeks. So we literally had to keep monitoring that. And then I eventually was put on a hospital bed rest for a week. And they were born at seven weeks premature and Reagan was three pounds, two ounces. And Kylie was four, two and a half. And I only got to see Kylie when she came out because Reagan, she had stopped breathing for a period of time. So they rushed her back in. And when you're, when you have a C-section, you can't see them. So it's like... You see everybody out holding their newborn babies and you watch all these baby stories when you're pregnant and you don't get that. And when they're in the NICU, you don't get that first day with them. You don't get to take them home. So when you leave the hospital, it's one of the hardest things is to leave them here. It's times like these learn to live again. It's times like these you give and give again. It's times like these you learn to And then finally, they spent three weeks in the hospital after they got taken off the feeding tubes and the breathing tubes and everything else. It's so hard to imagine. And this is my first pregnancy. And I, you know, obviously, this is all that I know. And so one thing after another after another is like, you start to lose hope initially. You start to think that, am I really going to have these kids come out? Or are they going to come out stillborn? Or am I going to die? Are they going to die? But I mean, obviously, they're alive and well now. But I think that if it wasn't for those people, me nor my children would be alive today and I'm so thankful and it's literally a debt that you will never be able to repay it's a debt that you can't tell them how grateful you are for saving your children and for you know for saving your life as well it's times like these you learn to live again it's times like these you give and give again it's times like these you learn to love again it's times like these, time, time again. And then as we were leaving the NICU, there was a, another baby that was coming in and the mom came up to me and she asked me, she said, how did you leave them in there? And I had told her, I said, it is literally one of the hardest things you can do, but just know that they are in the best place in the world that they can be. These nurses literally turn out to be like your family. It's definitely are my guardian angels and I thank God every day for them and for giving them, you know, obviously what they needed and the care that they needed. It's time like these learn it's times like these you give and give again. It's times like these you learn to love again. It's times like these time and time again. I think they should donate because not only are they helping, you know, kids like Reagan and Carly, but you're helping to keep this hospital here. You're keeping it so that if you need it in the future, like with my sister, I never thought I would need it. I never thought I would have to come here. And then when you actually need it for yourself, it's nice to have somewhere where your kids can go and the care is so exceptional that it can't be found anywhere else. It's times like these you learn to live again. It's times like these 
give and give again It's times like these you learn to love again It's times like these, time, time again 